everyone, welcome to Blind Bargains here on the deck of the outdoor office of our wonderful place here in Charlotte. Ricky is with me. Hi, Ricky. Hello. We also have some jerk birds yep. joining us today. Yeah, Patrick's favorite jerk birds. Yep. yep. And a noisy cat that may or may not show up depending. Uh, she has a tendency to show up on Ricky's conference calls at work, uh, but not as much on Blind Bargains lately. She has been featured a couple of times. She likes to get in on the podcast. So she's out here on the deck with us. And you might be wondering, why are you on the deck in the first place? Why are you guys outside? That seems kind of weird. Well, part of that's because in this barbecue bite, we're going to talk about some Christmas presents that we both gave each other and now have an opportunity to talk about them as you hear noise in the background, which is awesome too. Uh, Ricky has on a pair of MBOs by Sennheiser which are kind of binaural, or as you will see it called now, grudgingly I will say, augmented reality recording devices, because that's what we're calling binaural recordings now, is augmented reality. Uh, and I'm sitting across from her wearing Bose frames. Yep, and so a little about the Ambios that I will say before we go any further. Uh, they have been discontinued apparently. And uh, so I'm not doing this recording to kind of taunt you with a thing that you can't have. Um, that may be partly true, but these do exist also on eBay right now. And there may eventually be a second generation of these. So they plug into the lightning port of your iDevice and they do provide binaural recording, which basically means that uh, what you're hearing is from the perspective of my head. And uh, so the lovely construction noise that you hear kind of in front and to my right is uh, very much how I am hearing that. And the jerk birds off to the left, uh, that's what you're hearing as well. So these are very very cool i'm not sure why they've been discontinued uh but again they they plug into the lightning port they fit inside the ears with loops that go over the ear to keep them in place and the microphones are on the outside of each of the units they have some pretty cool features, not just being able to record binaurally, but also uh, you can switch modes such that you would be able to amplify the things that you're hearing around you. So uh, back in the before time when we traveled a bit, it was kind of nice to uh, be able to walk through the airport or elsewhere and maybe have an IRA agent in my ear and at the same time continue to get the uh, amplified sounds outside. Since my ears were blocked by the earbuds themselves, having the outside sound transmitted to me worked out great. Now, the thing that I can say is that if you want to hear what this sounds like indoors, we did a stealth test of this already. If you go back to the lovely episode about the color star, the purple color star, Ricky did half of that episode wearing the Ambios. Yep. And so I'm just going to, I'm turning 
and I'm going to walk over to the outside screen door and let's see if you get a change based on what I'm facing. So things bounce off a little differently, including uh, a cat who meows, depending on what I'm facing. Now you'll notice that I'm sort of facing the jerk birds as opposed to having them off to uh, my left. Poor, poor kitty. So one of the downsides about that is the cord, right? It's super short. It is super short and it's also kind of heavy. So it has the control panel, for lack of a better term, as part of the cord. So this is where you would switch to uh, ambient sound mode. You can also turn the mic sensitivity down a bit if you are recording in a very loud environment. And so there is this large rectangular thing attached to the cord of the headset. And you're right, it is, it is a bit short. Uh, and speaking of short, that's apparently a thing that happens to these on occasion. Now Sennheiser does have a good warranty such that if you do get a short in your cord or if something else happens to these units, you can get them replaced. Uh, and perhaps this is why this particular unit has been discontinued because it's had some quality control issues. And so you might be thinking, well, if it's all crappy, then uh, why are you talking about it and why would I want one? And the answer is that while the build quality may not be perfect, the binaural recording is really, really impressive. Now, the thing that I have enjoyed about these over the years, uh, like virtual haircut, if you've never come across this before, there's actually a great uh, binaural recording about uh, why you would want that. For us, especially during lockdown, this is a great way to travel and be places we've never been before without all the hassle of travel. And more people are getting interested in binaural recording. I refuse to use the AR. I can't, I can't use that term. Uh, but more people are doing that now because they want to simulate where they live or where they're going or where they've been. Now, switching gears a little bit, uh, the units themselves, if you do a search for them, uh, you might see that there is also some other products within the Ambio name by Sennheiser. So there is a uh, sound bar that's getting nice reviews. There's also a 360 recording microphone with a field recorder. So if you are trying to do more of this for virtual reality, because a lot of people are using these 360 mics to be able to record multiple things in multiple directions and tie that to VR video with a 360 degree camera, uh, that's kind of nice. And so this technology is maturing uh, in ways that will actually benefit uh, many in the future. But right now, as far as consumer level, uh, it's kind of hard to come by. Yeah, and especially for the iPhone. So binaural recording is not new uh, to many of us. And uh, many of us have even had 
in-ear binaural microphones, but nothing that would connect to an iDevice to make it ideal for uh, field recording. Now, I did mention that these have been discontinued. However, they can be found if you do a bit of searching. There are some on eBay that are brand new, a couple of open box and then a couple of, you know, ones that might have been in somebody's ears and uh, you get those at your own risk. But they do still exist if you want to go searching for those. And if you can't find the ambios and you're still interested in doing binaural recording, not all is lost because you can get binaural microphones that plug into a 3.5 jack. So you could get a zoom recorder and have binaural microphones either in-ear or there are some that clip to your glasses. There are a number of kind of approaches to this. So if binaural recording sounds interesting to you, you have options beyond the ambios. You mentioned uh, being able to clip things to glasses. Let's slide on over to these things I have on my face, which are the Bose frames. And before we go any further, uh, why don't we hear a couple of clips that I recorded earlier on some of the Bose frames. Now, you're not going to, of course, hear them as if you were wearing Bose frames, uh, but these are apps that are involved with the frames that give you kind of a demo of why people are playing around with Bose frames, some of the augmented reality. Oh, I said it! I said it you again! You did it, and you didn't even cringe that much. I know, that you can actually use. So the first one you're going to hear uh, is going to be uh, from the Bose Radar app. And this is working much better with iOS than it did back at Christmas. This is actually a cleaner recording. And that's awesome, because the first ones I did back at Christmas were not good. Uh, but the first clip we'll hear is uh, the music of a jazz band, and then the second one will just relax with some meditation. Beyond Studios, you know the music, immersive music like you've never heard before. Back button, possibly back. Beyond Studios, you know the play button. Dismiss button, possibly down arrow.
This audio meditation exercise will help you relax and slow down the thoughts in your mind. Let's begin by taking a moment to settle in a comfortable position. We will start with a head stretch. Slowly turn your head to the left. That's great. Now slowly turn your head to the right. Good. Start to relax your mind and let go of any tension. Bring your attention to your breathing, feeling your movement as you breathe in and out. Take a full breath in. Slowly start to exhale. Again, slowly inhale and exhale. Let's continue. If you'd like to move on to the next step, nod yes or shake. Now that you're ready, we can continue our journey to relaxation. We'll move to a more peaceful environment. You have two options. Turn your head to the left to go to the forest. Turn your head to the right to go to the beach. Okay, the forest. When you get there, just listen and breathe. Turn your head slowly to focus on different sounds around you. As you come back to where you are, continue to breathe. Slowly open your eyes and notice where you are. Bring the sense of peace and relaxation with you for the rest of the day. And we're back and I hope you enjoyed relaxing there with the trees and uh, that was trees that you virtually could look up and down at. Uh, during those recordings, I started at a 12 o'clock position and did a complete 360, and I did that in a, a clockwise rotation. And, and so if you go back and listen to that again, I'm always turning to my right, and we focused in on some things. In the case of the first demo, uh, that's all on a linear plane, but in the second one with the meditation, I actually could turn my head up and down, and that would fade in and fade out some of the uh, things that were being processed in quote-unquote AR. Uh, a lot of it is pop-in, a lot of it is over-layered stuff, but it's still a, a proof of concept. And that brings me to the Bose frames, which I also believe came right off the 3D printer and onto my face, because they truly feel like 
they were proof of concept come alive as a product. Uh, the review over at Access World is pretty good. I will point to that in the show notes, and it will cover a lot of ground that I don't have to do here in the podcast. Uh, what I will say is that I'm not wild about the frames themselves as far as their construction. It does feel not exactly sturdy. They are splash proof. They are waterproof. So if you're going to go outside and, and you're worried about the pool or you're worrying about rain, uh, you can have some exposure, but not a lot. Uh, the thing about them uh, for a low vision person is that there are two types. So there's kind of a, a classic Wayfarer look and then there's a rounded lens look. They both let in a lot of light. And I have some Oakleys that are wraparounds and that's what I like to use mostly. And so for me, it took a lot of time to get used to the fact that there is more light coming in in a standard pair of sunglasses. That might not bother some people, but it, it did me. Uh, the lenses aren't polarized, but you can replace the lenses and that's kind of nice. Some people are actually buying these and putting in clear lenses so they can wear them indoors. For me, it's 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 an opportunity to actually practice a lot of um, low vision skills and no vision skills. So that kind of works out. So I can actually do some immersive techniques while wearing these. And that's where I found that I've enjoyed using them the most is uh, I wear them while doing tasks that a cord would cause a problem for. So uh, folding laundry, washing dishes, uh, doing things while prepping for, you know, food. Those kinds of things have worked out really, really well. Walking outside, though, and I've talked about this with Ricky, there's just something about the way that this is doing its audio where it throws off my linear hearing, where um, if I'm walking somewhere, I'm having trouble with geolocation uh, because of, I'm hearing this kind of bouncing off of my ears, which is what it's doing. It actually has speakers in the arms of the glasses, bouncing this off your ears in a certain way that makes it feel very diffused, which is very Bose, by the way. That's that's kind of their thing, is to take a lot of audio and spread it out um, and make that sound diffused. And some people enjoy that. Uh, for me, um, this is kind of a weird thing, and it took me a while to get used to it. Uh, Ricky, you have some Aftershocks, and you've tried these on. Do you have any feelings about one versus the other? Minus, uh, if you wear the aftershocks too much, you get a kind of tickly feeling on your neck. Yeah, so that's that's I would say uh, the biggest difference that I've noticed between the two is that I feel like the Bose frames are more comfortable. Although uh, the ones that you have are large frames, and I always feel like they're going to fall off my face. And I think you actually feel the same about that. You're afraid they're going to. Yeah. fall off. I don't know that they have, have no, they? No. no. No, but it could if I was like bending down to put something in the dishwasher I'm, I'm really aware and that actually affects, the fit affects how the speakers uh, are projecting into your ears. Yeah, that's true too. Uh, if you move them forward on your face or move them backward uh, to really rest at the top of your nose, you end up getting a different sound just because of the way the speakers are projecting downward toward your ears. So uh, I do think these are more comfortable than aftershocks. I think that they, I, I think they sound a little better uh, than the aftershocks. It's a, uh, you know, the aftershocks have always been for me a way to get information. So 
maybe a, uh, a GPS app or an IRA agent. Never would I really listen to music using those. With both both frames, I could definitely see actually listening to some music or watching a TV show where the sound, you know, I care about it a little more. Uh, also, the Bose frames don't have that bone conduction itch, which is kind of what I call it, because it's it tickles your cheekbones in a certain way if you have to be in a louder environment where you've got to turn up those headphones to be able to hear what you're doing. And the thing about them is that with the two styles and the two fits, um, you kind of have to make a shot in the dark on which one you would want or where because it's hard to find them anymore for testing. Uh, the Bose stores are actually gone. If, if you had one in your area, it's probably already closed if it wasn't already affected by the lockdown. Uh, Best Buy has them all you know, behind glass or, or basically in their boxes. So you're spending $200 on a thing you may or may not like. And I can honestly say what some of the reviews said over a year ago, which is that you may want to hold on for a generation two uh, that may or may not come out. A lot of information about these classes uh, kind of happened at launch and then nothing really happened again until they released a firmware update which allowed you to be able to change the volume. So initially you had to use your phone uh, to raise or lower the volume and uh, now you can actually enable the app in iOS. There's practically not really a lot of Android support. So if you're an iOS fan, this is great. If you're an Android fan, yeah, you could connect Bluetooth-wise, uh, but connection and support is a little different for some of these apps that you're hearing about that I had a, a couple of demos earlier, and I'll have two more in a second. Uh, but the thing about this is that uh, the ability to, to control these without having to reach for your phone just recently came about. It came about shortly uh, before uh, the end of February. And what you do is you go inside the Bose Connect app, enable it, and then you can hold the button that's under the right earpiece. So on the right leg of the glasses that goes back to your ear, uh, you can hold that button in and you can actually tilt your head, which allows you to raise and lower the volume. And it doesn't do it by uh, default, you have to enable that. I'm actually using my Apple Watch to control uh, and raise the volume, which, you know, for those of you using AirPods or other Bluetooth devices, uh, that's a great way to be able to control audio in general. But for these, since there is no direct way of doing it, it was actually really nice to be able to have more reasons to use my Apple Watch. Now, we're going to listen to two more clips here and then we'll come back but uh, here here's two clips about some of the augmented playing things that you could do is a more proof of concept the first one is called overheard and it's a cute little game where you throw uh, barnyard animals at people on a wall and then the next one and this is going to be kind of disjointed because screen recording really didn't like this app very much but from the guys who made codename cygnus they actually made a game called Head Games, and you can actually have a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing with the Bose frames. It's specifically made for Bose frames. So we'll take a listen to those two clips, and we'll be right back. Overhead. Tap overhead. Button. Double tap to select. Choose your tail. Tail one. Button. 
Tail 1, in which Sir Chuxalot learns to use his equipment. Button. Double tap to select. Morning, sir. I know it's dark, sir, but it's time we start the bombardment. After yesterday's disaster with us using the catapult against our own side, sir, you had the brilliant idea to get up in the dead of night. You figured if we could knock down the enemy castle walls before sunrise, the king would have to forgive us. If you turn your head, sir, you should be able to hear the enemy in the distance, sir, taunting us. Like Frenchmen. Turn your head, if you please, sir, until it sounds like the enemy is right in front of you. I'll wait. That's a ticket. Now, if you raise or lower your chin, the lads will adjust the trajectory of the catapult to shoot the right distance. Now give that a try. Once you hit an enemy, you'll hear another target start yelling at you from another direction. If we can hit their walls three times before sunrise, the king's men will be able to successfully storm the enemy castle. So let's load up another car and have it, sir. Those English swine have hit our walls again. Good nerve. Good shot, sir. You are wasting your foolish time, English <laughs> Listen for the enemy, sir, and turn your head until they're right in front of you. Capital shot, sir. Those French never even saw it coming, I reckon. Choose your tail. Tail one. Button. Tail two. Button. Tail two. Button. Double tap to select. Tail two, in which Sir Chuck's a lot discovers a charming little tavern. Button. Your best previous time to complete this tale, 65 seconds. Button. Your best previous time to complete this tale, your best pre button. Double tap to your best button. Double tap to select. This time, sir, you'll have a limited time to complete your mission. You'll notice the hourglass there ticking down to sunrise. And rumor has it there's a lovely bit of pub somewhere it bounce if you care to have a look for it. A little low, that one, sir. A capital shot, sir. Those French never even saw it coming, I reckon. Now that sounded like a sorry hit to me, sir. Bang on, sir. 
Choose your tail. Button. Help. Button. Dub. Help. Button. Choose your tail. Time it took you to complete this tail. 56 seconds. Time it took you to complete this tail. Choose your tail. Button. Double tap to select. Choose your tail. Listen. I don't know how you got that Bose device, but this is a life and death situation and I don't have time to explain. You'll need to trust me. Are you alone? It's okay, but be careful. They're not who you think they are. You need to know that nasty space aliens are out there and they want that thing you're wearing on your head. They're jacking audio channels around the globe to try to find you, which is why no talking. I'll ask simple questions. You can nod or shake your head after the transmit tone. Next thing, are you indoors? Easier to spot. Don't look up at the sky. Uh Uh-oh, stay still. They're on to you. Those drones scan for heat signature anomalies. In a few seconds, you'll hear their scanner start up, and that will be the moment to act. It's dangerous, but if you can turn a 360 and your device pings their scanners before they spot you, we'll have the upper hand. Or, you can play it safe and duck. Either way, get ready. 360 turn, or duck. Steady. Now! It worked! We zeroed four of the little suckers. They may have scanned you as well. But we can't worry about that now. The thing you need to know about these aliens is... Not again! Try tuning the other direction. Tilt your head to the right this time. Good. Uh, No, wait. Ah, it didn't register right. Try the right side. The entity with which you do communication is not what it seems. It is no more human than we. It will access your mind. You must not resume contact. Speak with us as a voice without head movement. We will hear your words when the device enters transmit mode. Your qualities will rate of utmost importance. Tell us of what sort of human you are. Tough or tender. Head Games was developed by Earplay with support from the Bose Corporation. Corporation, Corporation, throughout the story you can say repeat to hear a prompt again or start over to start the game over. Uh, The Bose frames I mentioned have this little button on the right earpiece. The button actually can be used for playback, uh, for pause, for taking calls, for using Siri. Uh, And that brings me to my next point. The microphones are okay, but I would not use them for dictation. Yeah, they, the, they are the, not good. They're not, and nor are, uh, ironically, nor is the microphone used for phone calls. 
on the Ambios. It's actually quite bad. So I've not found a way to actually have a binaural conversation on the phone with someone. I don't know if this works on FaceTime audio or Facebook Live or any of that happy stuff, but I can say using the headset microphone on the Ambios is not not good. Yeah. So you're not going to want to do that with them. The battery life uh, for Ambios is pretty much dictated by your phone and what you're using to record, right? Yes. So since uh, these plug into the lightning port, that's kind of how they're being powered or used. And I've not noticed a ton of battery drain beyond what I would expect for recording anything. So if I were recording just video and nothing plugged in, I'd probably still have the same battery drain as I do recording with the Am Ambios. The Bose frames rate somewhere between two to four hours, depending on charge and how much volume you're going to push at them. If you push the volume up high, like let's say 80% because you're outside like this and you're hearing construction, uh, you'll go naturally through them a little bit faster. And like the aftershocks, if you push this up loud enough, Ricky could hear what I'm listening to. Yeah, there's definitely some bleed from these more than I expected, I think. And I guess this is just anecdotal, but it actually feels like there's more bleed with these than with the aftershocks. The thing about wearing these is that you have open ear, you know, nothing in your ears. Uh, it's great for using with something like Microsoft Soundscape. So if you were trying to, like, put your phone in your pocket and go to a beacon, the demos that you heard in the clips that we added to the show, you know, that kind of compass technology where it's following your direct way of looking uh, is great for being able to localize a beacon on your left and then center it and then head in that direction. Um, that's really, really neat. And it's one of the apps that is recommended in the Bose uh, literature is Microsoft Soundscape. So if you were looking for something for a mobility aid, uh, that would be actually kind of really cool because you could use this uh, when traveling. And if it's someplace that's really well mapped, like a good place is the hotel where CSUN is held in Anaheim, uh, that's really well mapped out with Microsoft Soundscape. And to wear that, you would know that you're passing a bathroom or you're passing a, a certain area, uh, like a ballroom. That's super, super cool. Uh, but if your area, like ours, isn't really well mapped out and there's not a lot of points of interest, then, you know, you have to make your own. And once when you've done that, then great. Okay, this is how I get to the grocery store. Uh, this is a great way for me to double check where I am on what car streets I'm on. That's where this kind of technology will definitely help us in the future. Is it worth $200? I'm still not convinced. I'm glad I got it as a Christmas gift. Um, I liked them last year when everybody bought them actually at CSUN. Uh, Matt McCubbin was one of the first people that showed me his. And then I knew like six or seven people that ran out to the Bose store uh, there in Anaheim to go get a pair. Uh, so in about a year, there's been one or two firmware updates, but it doesn't feel like they're gonna support these very long. So you're paying for proof of concept. and. Those demos that I have here on the podcast that I recorded, a lot of those don't work with voiceover. There's ones for The Lion King and Star Wars that don't. Uh, there's a lot of things that, uh, like Head Bop Hero, that, that work, 
but you need assistance with because um, they are very visual. There's even a couple of games where one person wears the glasses and another person looks at a phone and visually gives you cues that you can interact with in the audio world. It seems kind of weird, clunky, uh, but they do exist, but those two don't necessarily work with voiceover. So if you're looking at these for Bluetooth speakers or Bluetooth earbuds, there are a lot of other alternatives out there. Uh, Sony, AirPods, a lot of stuff. If you're looking at these for uh, you're a Bose fan and you want to be able to have them, cool, but $200, you're going to go through the battery pretty fast. It's not necessarily something that is worth it unless you just really want to have a pair. And as for me, uh, the Ambios, definitely worth whatever was paid for them, which I will not ask. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> sales are good things, I understand. If you are looking for these on eBay, I've seen them range from $129 to $199. I've seen some for $210, which I think is higher than um, the, the, suggested retail. The original so, retail was $299, so they fluctuated during their lifespan. Yeah, interesting. And uh, if you want a binaural setup for your phone, I think these are fantastic. They haven't died yet, although I know uh, even Patrick had a set and his are dead. So they do die. They are prone to that for whatever reason. But if you have your warranty and you send them back to be repaired, then uh, you'll just be without them for a bit. But it's not, you know, completely a lost cause. If they die, uh, you do have some recourse to get them fixed again so to wrap up uh, we thought we'd play something here that was not hardware based so you don't have to have ambios or bose frames uh, travelio is a great app and if you were trying to have some idea of what this would be like if you did get into binaural recording or if you have a good had a headphone setup or something with some very diverse sound, um, this is a great app to play around with to actually feel like you're traveling places. Uh, they do have a premium model, which is kind of nice. So you can pay for like $5 a month to get to all the recordings or they have a yearly option. And there are new recordings showing up pretty regularly. Uh, it is uh, a, a iOS app mostly i do believe it is available for android but i haven't played with it this demo that i'm about to flip to here uh was done on ios now uh this is really good if you want to sit down and just experience somewhere different you feel kind of confined or you had a planned summer vacation which may not work out well this is a good way for you to travel in the comfort of your armchair of choice so here let's listen to a little bit about travel here Bailey Beach, Thailand, Traveler. Cast not connected state, button. My profile, button. Upgrade now for premium features, button. Colanta, Thailand. More context, button. Cliff Sunset Restaurant. Bailey Beach, Thailand. More context, button. Diamond Cave Bats. Sioux Falls, SD. More context, button. Flight to Chicago. Los Angeles, CA. More context, button. Garden Showers. Los Angeles, CA. More context, button. Travel Town Railroad. Long Island, NY. 
More context. Button. Rainstorm. Los Angeles, CA. More context. Button. Southern Railroad. Hilton Head, South Carolina. More context. Button. Hilton Head Thunder. Blind Lagoon, LA. Hilton Head Thunder. Hilton Head Thunder. Blind Lagoon, L more context. Blind Lagoon, LA. Selected. Blind Lagoon, LA. Selected. Blind Lagoon, LA. Hilton Head, South Carolina. Selected. Hilton Head, South Carolina. Selected. Hilton Head, South Carolina. Southern Railroad. More context. Southern Railroad. Southern Railroad.
Okay, that does it. We've talked a little bit about some more gifts that we had. Um, we've got more gifts still to talk about before we get back to doing um, shows that are in studio. We're not going to call them regular shows or regular formats anymore. That seems like we're jinxing them. So yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just going to leave that alone. Uh, but if you have thoughts, comments, uh, send them on through to feedback at blindbargains.com. That's feedback at blindbargains.com. Remember to follow us on Twitter at blindbargains.com. Oh, wait, no, at blindbargains. <laughs> I'm rusty. Uh, on Twitter to be able to find out what's going on and some of the latest of uh, what's going on with the crew. And, of course, we got some great news going on over at AT Guys. A lot of stuff that's going on over there with Orbit and the Orbit products. So stay tuned to that Twitter and that website. And of course, subscribe to the newsletter because you'll get a lot of that stuff coming down through that as well. Um, Ricky, people can find you where? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. So twitter.com slash Ricky underscore Inger. Uh, you can also... Uh, send me an email, inger, E-N-G-E-R, at hadley.edu. And speaking of Hadley, I do a monthly discussion group called Tech It Out. And uh, each month we choose a different topic and I do a little presentation and then we open it up for questions so that people can learn from each other. Uh, Hadley has a lot of discussion groups going on. So cooking, uh, crafting, writer's circle, pretty much anything that you can think of, there's probably a discussion group for that over at hadley.edu. So yeah, thanks for joining us in our beautiful neighborhood today. Yeah, and thanks to Patrick for doing not a bunch of, of, of editing slash processing on this one. Yeah. We wanted it to kind of go raw so you can get a good idea of what is uh, the highs and lows of these devices. So um, very, very little bit uh, is there or needed, but every little bit helps. So thank you, Patrick Purdue, for doing what you do to make these sound uh, palatable to many in here. And so we uh, believe JJ is going to do a barbecue bite next. So stay tuned to the feed. And then uh, we've got a whole bunch more still to come up as we start rolling back into shows once again. So thank you for all reaching out to us. We've got great emails and a lot of people reached out to us on Twitter uh, just to see uh, where we were because we kept putting out the convention coverage, the never ending convention coverage, but uh, we're, we're set and we're getting back into the swing of things. And we thank you all for listening so much. This has been another Blind Bargains audio podcast. Visit blindbargains.com for the latest deals, news, and exclusive content. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without the express written permission of AT Guys. Copyright 2020.